Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. In our social conversation, we are looking at the protests that have been happening in Gauteng, Tembisa. We are joined by Castro Ngobese, who is the spokesperson for Gauteng MEC for Human Settlement, Urban Planning and for COCTA. And that is Castro. Castro, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good evening to you and all the listeners at home. And thanks for having us. To paint the picture, um, this, uh, especially for our A-teamers, the protest in Tembisa have been happening, um, I mean, just a couple of hours now, going on to two days. And if they continue tomorrow, it's going to even be more than that. Why the response by the MEC to only go tomorrow? Uh, as Houghton Provincial uh, Government, we are deeply concerned about what is uh, happening uh, in Tembisa. Uh, hence, the MEC, in its capacity as an MEC, responsible for local government, uh, will be going to the area tomorrow, uh, accompanied by the mayor of the city of Uruleni, uh, Councillor Chamia Campbell. Uh, the reason for the MEC's visit is to, to solicit a, a deeper understanding of the crisis, but also engage with the community uh, with a view of finding an amicable solution so that the shutdown comes to an end. Uh, as government, uh, we, we are concerned that uh, people uh, are touching uh, public infrastructure, uh, uh, buildings in the area, and we thought that uh, it cannot be allowed to, to happen because we strongly believe that there are other avenues or means that the community uh, can use uh, to raise their grievances. But uh, touching of buildings and also barricading of roads uh, can only be regarded as an act of criminality. Castro, my question was this. Why has it taken it so long for the MEC to go down to Tembisa? The protests were on on Monday. Today is Tuesday evening. Nothing has been done. And you're only planning and taking out media statements for tomorrow. This does not sound like uh, urgent action or, you know, uh, proactive action from your side as a, a provincial government. We have monitoring the situation after the MEC received a, a proper briefing from the city. He was what does monitoring go, mean? It was advised to go and visit the area and listen to the community. What does monitoring mean? You say you've been monitoring the situation. What does that mean? What does that entail? It means that we've been following on the developments, uh, getting constant briefing mm-hmm. from the city of Ogoruleni. Hence, the MEC was advised. Uh, to step in and come and assist in quelling the protest. Okay. So, uh, municipal vehicles have been torched during this protest in Tembisa. Um, sporadic incidents of looting have been reported. The death toll in Tembisa has risen to four since yesterday. I think um, if reports are still to come out, it, it, it shockingly might be higher than this. And all because residents are displeased over high electricity tariffs and their state of living due to service delivery. And you say you've been monitoring. Does that give confidence to a community? Does that show that there is proactiveness from government, provincial, local, national, that the community, Abashali, are being given priority, why did it have to come to this if you were monitoring the situation? 
is the function of the of the local municipality mm-hmm. uh, to provide uh, electricity and other basic services. As COPTA, our role and responsibility is to work with them and assist them whenever crises arise. Hence, uh, the MEC will be visiting the area. Oh, uh, we also uh, sympathize uh, with the community, but we strongly believe that uh, the route that we have chosen uh, to to ban public infrastructure, barricading of roads, is not a solution. Hence, the MEC is going there to listen to the concerns of the community with a view of assisting the city in finding a solution. So if I understand you correctly, Castro, you are saying you are just going there to assist, but the responsibility to provide service comes from Mercurileni as COCTA. Yours is to just come in in the backhand. So what exactly will the MEC be doing when it gets to Tembisa tomorrow? Uh, to tomorrow's visit, the MEC will interact with the community leaders. And also after that meeting, it will also go and address the community also visit the families uh, of those who have lost their loved ones. Kastra, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's um, okay. I suppose this is uh, how things work, but uh, how do we ensure that this does not happen again? Lives have been lost, service delivery has been interrupted, businesses have lost their income in the area of Tembisa. People who live and work in Tembisa are living in uh, sh- fear for their lives over the past couple of days. So how can we ca- quail this? Hence, we are calling on the community uh, to to conduct the protest in a very peaceful manner, but also allow the political leadership uh, to listen to, to all their concerns so that an accountable solution can be found. Well, we've got someone else on the line from um, Tembisa as a resident. I want you to stay on the line with us, Castro Ngobese, so at least you can have um, a voice from someone who's on the ground and uh, maybe give their thoughts and what's happening to the MEC before he arrives in Tembisa tomorrow. Let's welcome uh, our guest, uh, Mfanelo Nzanibe. Thank you very much, Mfanelo, for joining us. Good evening. Good evening uh, to you, Patricia and Duli, and thanks for having me on SAFM. My name is Panelo Tanibe Upeipe. Mfanelo, you are a resident of Tembisa, and I'm sure you've been listening to what Castro, who's the spokesperson for Gauteng MEC for Human Settlement and Urban Planning, and Cocta, yes. has been saying. What exactly is happening on the ground? Um, what is happening on the ground, as I happen to be a person who followed the matter since April. It never started just now in July. Actually, the march was called Mass March, which started on Thursday, the 13th of April, 2022. There was a meeting at Makulong Stadium and also Misharing Stadium where community members led by Tembisa Community Forum, which they then had some demands and marched to the the, the bent uh, Tembisa Customer Care Center which is Rabasutu, they had some demands which they said before the municipality can even go to increase and think about signing some documents in terms of um, the services and rates, they said no to the increase, <clears throat> sorry for that, and also they had some demands saying no to service, uh, poor service delivery, they say no to high rates, especially with the electricity, and they also demanded the right of, of uh, the past debt, 
And they also initiated um, a plea to say, look, uh, have a flat rate to Tendisa, because if you can just check, they say the Tendisa is the highest paying municipality if you check at the city of Eguruleni. Uh, sometimes you will have uh, residents of Tendisa having uh, debts with regard to the rate, but then they have the, the electricity cut off. And they said, no, look, why don't you then just shift us to ESCOM so that then we can deal with ESCOM pay electricity direct and to deal with the services and also have the electricity being cut off. So it started in, on April. We had on the 13th of April, the MMC, uh, which is responsible for health and also social development under the city of Eguruleni, Bakang and Litoko, who received the memorandum. Then the community forum then engaged the community. They said no, there was no proactiveness and there's no such a response. They then drafted the very same uh, memorandum, they said now they are going to take it to the city of Eguruleni head of quarters, which they then targeted the executive mayor, which is Tanya Campbell. Then on Thursday, the 28th of July, that's where then they went to march to the Jimistin headquarters of the city of Eguruleni. They handed the memorandum to the executive mayor, Tanya Campbell, which then they said what was surprising to them, they think they were not taken serious because looked like the mayor didn't get a message from the very same memorandum which they submitted on the 13th of uh, April. She looked as surprised as to what are the needs, especially with the rates and everything. Having to put in mind that on July, obviously the city of Eguruleni will then move with the uh, what we call uh, increase and signing to the increase and they have the 100, 100 units taken uh, from the people who are uh, buying electricity, which is one of their cry. Unfortunately, then, on on the very same 28th of July, they received then the promise that the executive mayor will then visit Tendisa on Friday, the 29th of July, uh, which then they assembled the community. Um, unfortunately, then the mayor had no show up. Instead, she then sent uh, her executive, which is the member of the mayoral committee in their different spheres. That's where then the meeting collapsed. As the community said, they needed the mayor herself. Then on the 1st of uh, August, that's when then we saw, now not with the community forum taking account into the shutdown, the residents themselves, they say it, they have it had is enough. They have engaged the mayor, they have engaged the city. Nobody is taking them serious. So that's why now we are here as we have in now uh, what we call a shutdown. It started with a mass march mm-hmm. and also handing off the memorandum on the 20th of July. Now then we are it, uh, having a, a shutdown which nobody takes accountability of the shutdown. They are just saying it's residents and consent residents. Mfanelo, let me yes. allow uh, Castro to come in here before I, I um, allow Castro to, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, Castro. Uh, you've heard what Umfanelo said in chronological order with what has been happening from the community's point of view. Why is it that uh, it seems uh, government departments, provincial and um, local, are working in silos? No one is working together. And it's only now the mayor is going to be going with the MEC after so many pleas have been uh, uh, given to the the offices of the government. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, I can't speak on behalf of the city and uh, the mayor of Ugoruleni. But what I can assure the caller is that uh, tomorrow the NEC 
will be visiting that area to listen to all the grievances uh, of, of, of the community with a view of making sure that a, a solution is found on this ongoing impasse in the area. Uh, secondly, uh, we, 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 we are a caring government and we sympathize with the plight of the community and we'll be there tomorrow to make sure that uh, we help the community in, in, uh, with other concerns and grievances. Well, Castro, thank you very much for joining us. So you're saying you're a caring government and you sympathize with the plight of the community. Service delivery shouldn't be something you sympathize on. It should be something you deliver. Thanks, though. Have a good evening. Let me uh, go to our A-teamer, Felicity, who's on the line. Good evening, Felicity. Good evening, Felicity. Hello. Good evening, Patricia. It's a pity that Castro had to leave, but I think... Cocta is, is dealing with a ticking time bomb, not only with the Tembisa situation. You know, electricity is very expensive, and for municipalities not to have a clear billing system and only rely on estimates, that is unfair. You know, we could live in the same complex, both have two-bedroom houses, you live with your two children, I live alone, you know, and we don't consume the same amount of water or electricity, but why must they estimate? And we're dealing with a reactive government. They're not proactive. You've said it also that they're working in silos. Only when infrastructure is destroyed and life is being lost, then it pretends to change. Felicity, your line is so bad. I can't hear you now. Uh, let me take you back to Benzito. Maybe we'll get a clear line for you to wrap up uh, your thoughts. Uh, thank you, Atima. Mfanelo, you've heard what uh, Castro is saying. I'm concerned now about the deaths um, with regards to this protest because it has not been a peaceful one. Uh, the sporadic looting and as well as the torching of properties. Um, it's really big, uh, being hectic and also if you can see the criminality within the area now has taken place. Today, just in this morning, we just woke up. A woman was raped. She was also stabbed to death. Just in less than two kilometers away, and also a male was stabbed to death. We had some uh, shops looted um, in Estanzeni and Vusmuzi. So you can see it's now taking a toll of uh, criminality in around and also the area. And also... Some of the problems that now the, the, the township is experiencing, there's a substation that is uh, damaged around Titan, which now is costing people, there's no electricity. And also there's a problem of the city of Ekuruleni announcing uh, that they are not going to be having uh, some burials. They have sub- suspended the burials as, as from the day of the shutdown. They will be re- re-looking at that and as from Thursday. So you can see. Um, also, what I've also monitored on Monday, uh, the 1st of August, you had some problems where um, the, 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 some woman had to be taken for labor and the ambulance couldn't move. And you had some, uh, with the, the, the help of the EMPDs, then that's where then now you had some people being getting help, which is what, it, it was a bit of a, a hectic situation. And uh, so w- what is the message that you're going to give to the mayor now that you finally have an audience with the mayor and also the MEC, Gauteng MEC for Human Settlements? Mm, I think for them it's just to come with a solution because people have been trying to press, uh, not also to listen and give promises. I think people are tired of promises and other promises. They are tired of being engaged. They, 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 I think if they can just come with a solution to say there's 
there's, there's Pembisa that is paying more than any other uh, township, which you have people who are now having some problems of um, not qualifying for indigents and having their houses, uh, electricity uh, shut down because they are owing some rates. I think they just need to have a solution into that and say, is it possible that it can be done or not? Also, the proposed demand by the Tembisa Community Forum, which they say they need a 300 rand flat rate, if it's possible, I think the authorities should now tell the community to say, is this possible or is it not possible? Also, the demand that the community, they say they need to go have an electricity being supplied by ESCOM directly. I think they also need to just tell the community whether is that going to be possible or it's not going to be possible. Um, I think, yeah, that's uh, the kind of um, uh, approach which I think they might need to just have. But now there's a confusion. We are sitting here, um, it's it's around 11 uh, p.m., According to the information that we have, Mayor on record and on, on Monday when she met the community leaders of Tembisa Community Forum at Oliphant from Hall, she said she cannot be everywhere mm-hmm. waiting so that then she can address the, the community. Here we are, just hours before tomorrow. Now we are told that the mayor is coming to Tembisa. So um, it's a bit of a confusion which... Uh, let's just watch and see some development. And also a big question will be, is she now coming and cancelling the one for Friday or she is coming to listen tomorrow, then she can come and address on Friday, which is a bit of a, con- a, a, a huge a, a confusion that is happening right now. Well, let me go to a voice note before we need to wrap up for news. Okay. Uh, good evening, Sister Patricia. There you are again, Maile going to Tembisa. After all this half hour, you remember that's what he did again in Alexander when Mashawa was the mayor there in in, in, in The same way, the same operanda. Now he's going there to campaign for ANC. The same way he did to, to, to Mashawa there in Alexander. You see, this is all about ANC. He's going there to campaign for ANC. Anonymous. Okay, I hear you, Anonymous. Um, and, and other A-teamers are also sending their messages saying, and bear in mind that the culprits might uh, scatter to other innocent people, the safety of those people where if uh, things go like I think uh, the reputation of this country is at stake. This is from Lita Justice Jess. Um, so there's, there's a lot of concerns of Africans. And... Uh, Right now, you as a community member uh, where in Fanelo are also living in hope, but a bit of confusion from what I sense. Mm, exactly. It's a bit of a confusion, but let's just hope. Uh, and also because as we have also learned that they also will be visiting the, the families uh, of the deceased. Uh, let's just hope for better and also just uh, a calmness into the community because we just also got the news that now since we have been having um, continuous uh, protests, especially into the road, Arctic Amane via Hospital View, there's been resistance by the community there saying until the mayor comes, they are not going to uh, back off. But now we are told there's a meeting by the taxi operator, which now they are. Mm. We were losing Fanelo there uh, due to connectivity. Unfortunately, we won't be able to wrap up the conversation as it is time for us to go to the news. A-teamers, Greg Host is awaiting us for the final bulletin. Good evening, Greg.